Hi, and welcome to the Cheer Boss Podcast. My name is Emma Slater, and I am your host. We are here to talk everything cheer. Whether you're a coach or a gym owner, this podcast is for you. So let's get ready to elevate your skills and knowledge so you can dominate both on and off the mat. Ready? Okay. Hi, I hope you're having a great day today, wherever you may be in the world. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about events that you can run inside your gym to help retain your students. They say that the cost to attain new students in your gym is something like seven times the cost to retain your current students. So it makes a lot of sense to make sure you spend time on doing everything you can to make sure the kids in your gym love it so that they keep coming back year after year. There are lots of different ways that you can improve the retention in your gym, but what we're going to talk about today is events that you can run in your gym that help create fun, community, and a sense of family within your gym. It's a great idea to try and run events to suit a variety of ages, so you'll obviously have a large age range within your gyms most likely, from preschool and primary school students right up to high school and even possibly university and adults. So obviously not every event is going to suit all those ages. So trying to do a mix of events that are going to suit all the different ages can help retain those students year after year. I believe it's really important to focus a lot on the younger students because they're the ones that are going to probably be sticking around for the longest. So trying to do a bunch of different events and fun things for those kids is a really great idea. And these events don't have to be free events. These can be events that the kids have to pay to attend. And then that way, that is another great source of revenue for your business. So an easy way to try and come up with events is to look at the different things that happen throughout the year. So we obviously have back to school and then we have the end of term and then we have different public holidays and special events throughout the year like Easter and Christmas and all different things like that. So it's quite easy to come up with events if you try and look at those different days that happen naturally throughout the year and then see if you can come up with some events to go with them. So the first event I want to talk about is a Valentine's themed event and you can do something like a Valentine's disco and you can call it a parent's night out. So the parents can drop their kids off at the gym for a few hours and the parents can go out for date night on Valentine's Day or it might be on the weekend following Valentine's Day or even the weekend before Valentine's Day. So you can hold a traditional disco, you can obviously decorate the gym in lots of red and pink and love hearts and streamers and all those kinds of things. You could play Valentine's Day themed games around maybe hearts and friendship and things like that, have lots of songs to do with love and just make it a really fun disco night for the kids so the parents can have a nice night out without the kids for a few hours. Another event you can do for Easter is an Easter egg hunt. So this is a really easy one to do. You can just hide a bunch of Easter eggs within your gym and ask all the kids to come along with a basket and then let them loose in the gym to find all the Easter eggs. It's really easy to do and the kids will love it. So I really recommend doing this one. And of course, you can get into the spirit even more by decorating the gym with all of uh, different Easter decorations. 
If you're a little bit worried about hiding chocolate in the gym that maybe won't all get found, what you can do as well is buy those uh, plastic Easter eggs and hide those and then ask the kids to bring them back to you and then you exchange them for a chocolate egg afterwards. An extra little thing you can do is also have some prize eggs hidden. So you might have those little plastic eggs and that might have a little note inside or a sticker or something like that just to differentiate it from the rest of the eggs. And whoever finds that egg wins like an extra big chocolate Easter egg or some sort of prize from the gym. Another type of event you can hold is a movie night, and these are always really fun. A good one that you can do is a winter pajama party movie night. And so you can choose a movie and project it up on the wall, get the kids to all come in in their pajamas, get them to bring a pillow and a sleeping bag so they can get nice and comfy and watch the movie. And you can easily um, organize uh, packets of popcorn to hand out to the kids. You can have a little lolly bar. You can order pizzas so that way they've got plenty of things to eat and snack on while they're watching the movie. If you do do a movie night, just a couple little tips. You will want to get a good speaker for the movie night. It's amazing how much noise kids can make when they're laying down watching a movie. And if you don't have a speaker that goes loud enough and is clear enough, the kids I find just tune out and they just end up playing and don't actually watch the movie. So do make sure that you've got a good speaker. And even though you're probably going to turn the lights out to watch the movie, it is a good idea to come prepared with lights so that way the kids can find the bathroom and just get around the gym safely. So whether you have some lamps positioned around the gym or even use torches, but just making sure that you think about how the kids, especially the really little ones, how they're going to be able to see and get around while you've got the lights down watching the movie. Some other fun things that you can add into a pajama party movie night is having some of your senior students there to paint the kids' nails or braid hair and do things like that that the younger kids will really enjoy. Another event that you can do, and this is something that I have not done yet in my gym, but I've been trying to do for the last two years, and this year it was going to happen and then COVID has hit. So it may not happen this year, but it is what I'm calling a cheer sister retreat. And this event is aimed more at my teenage uh, students. So probably from about 13 to 16 years of age is the age group that I'm looking at for this one. And this will be a sleepover event in the gym and I'll be having special guests coming into the gym to um, talk to and work with the students. And so I'm going to have people of all various different backgrounds and experience and professions to come and speak and do activities on topics that I feel would be helpful with kids of this age group. So my plan is to pull from people that I already know within the gym. So a lot of ex-students who have gone on and either at university or they've finished university now and they're now working in their careers, uh, but they still have that attachment to the gym and welcoming those ex-students back to come and talk to our current students. So we have an ex-student who is now a nutritionist. So I am planning to have her come in and talk to our athletes about healthy eating and nourishing your body to be able to perform um, in sport. 
I have another ex-student who is really great at doing makeup. And so I was going to have her come and uh, do a tutorial with them all to learn how to use different makeup products and equipment so that they felt confident, um, you know, just applying regular everyday makeup. I was going to have somebody come in and teach them how to change a tire on their on a car. Over the next few years, they would be starting to get their licenses and changing the tire on a car is something that not everybody learns and especially females. So I thought it could be fun for them to, you know, get a little bit of insight into what it would be like to have a car and, you know, make them useful so they can change a tire, not be reliant on somebody else to do it. We would also obviously play lots of games and team bonding, um, have talks on positive body image, um, mental health, a careers chat, just all different topics. And this might not all happen in the one retreat, but these are different ideas that I have that I would like to do on an annual basis each year for our students at that age and something that they can really look forward to do with a group of people that they trust and feel comfortable around. And just to help them to start feeling more confident as they navigate them through those tough teenage years. The next event is another one for the young kids and this is a Halloween disco and this one is always lots of fun to do. So you obviously encourage the kids to dress up in their Halloween costume, you decorate the gym in all spooky decorations and have a fun disco at the gym. I will just give a word of caution with this is to make sure that any decorations or even potentially costumes or makeup that your staff might wear is to make sure that it's not too scary because you will have young students coming around five or six and some Halloween things can be really quite gruesome and scary. So just make sure that it's spooky and fun, but not so scary that the kids will get freaked out when they come. You can obviously have all different Halloween themed music playing and of course all your regular disco hits as well. And then some fun games that you can play at a Halloween disco is first of all, you can do a like a costume parade and the kids all parade their costumes and you can have a winner or multiple winners for the best costumes. Another game that we like to play is the toilet paper mummy game. So you give you get the kids to hop into small groups of say four kids and you give them each a roll of toilet paper and they have to wrap one of their group members up to be a mummy. And you can either make it that the fastest person to be a mummy or the best mummy, whatever you want to do. It's just a fun game that the kids like to do. You can even play Halloween Limbo. So get a stick and then you can even decorate it with cobwebs and spiders and things dangling down from it and play Limbo under that. That's pretty fun for the kids as well. And just like at any disco, having plenty of glow sticks ready to go is always going to be fun and just keep the kids entertained as well. The last bunch of events that I want to talk about are end of year events. So the first one is an event that I like to have for our younger students. So our, what we call our entry-level cheerleading teams, so we call them cheer stars teams or even novice teams. Um, and rather than doing a traditional sort of end-of-year banquet, awards night type gala thing, 
I am doing a princess party. The kids that age obviously love dressing up as princesses. So you can either hold this in your gym or you might be able to hire a venue like an RSL club, for example, and have that decorated with plenty of fairy lights and princess decorations and have another little disco, but for that age group specifically. We have invited the young ones to our all-star end of year awards night, but I've just found that those kids are just a little bit young for that. It goes a little bit too late in night and there's a bit too much sitting down and listening to awards and speeches and things for that age group. So holding an event for them and their siblings and their parents, I have found is the way to go. And they'll be looking forward to it all year, knowing that they get to dress up like a princess. So that's a a great way to help retain them as the year goes on. And as I mentioned, for our all-star students, we have an end-of-year awards night. We hold this at a function venue that they actually hold weddings at. We're really lucky we've got somewhere close to us that's a great venue that we have a good relationship with. And we dress it up with all the decorations. This is our end of year night where our team captains make a speech. Each team is given uh, awards and we reflect on the season that we've had. We um, end that night with a disco and that's always a great way to end our season. And the kids love getting dressed up and really look forward to that night. And the final event we have for the year each year is a Christmas party. So we hold this in the gym and we normally hire a big jumping castle as well and have that inflated inside the gym. And again, we set the gym up with a bunch of Christmas decorations. We set up a photo station where they can get photos. We have Santa's mailbox there where the kids can write a letter to Santa and post it in the mailbox. We have party food. Food, and we just have the gym set up with all our trampolines and equipment ready to go. So it's just a big open gym session where they have a bunch of fun to finish off the year with a Christmas theme. You could, of course, also have Santa come to your Christmas party. That would just add another level of fun for the kids. And so, as I said, that these events do not have to be free events. In fact, they probably shouldn't be free events for the most part because you are going to be spending money on decorations, on party food, staff, and many other things that go into these nights. So you do want to make sure that you are charging some sort of entry fee wherever you feel it is appropriate and make sure that you are covering your costs, but also you want to try and make some profit for all your hard work and effort as well. These events are also a great way to welcome new students into your gym. While you might not just want any random kids coming in, it's a great way if you have your current students bring friends along and that helps expose them to your facility and your staff and what you do and you never know you might enroll some new students as well. So there you have it. There are some events that I like to hold each year in my gym to make sure that our current students have got some fun things to look forward to outside of the regular classes and it can help retain the students in your gym as well. 
If you have any questions about the events that I run in my gym, please reach out. You can DM me on Instagram. That's where I am most of the time. I'd be happy to chat to you about the events that I do or even go through any events that maybe you run in your gym and how you could make them better. Okay, so I hope to be hearing from you soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Cheer Boss Podcast. To make sure that you do not miss an episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you could take a second to rate and review, that will help this podcast get to more gym owners just like you. And don't forget, for more Cheer Boss goodness, make sure you follow me on Instagram at cheer.boss.emma, on Facebook, cheerbossemma, and my website, cheerboss.net. Chat soon.